IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way with positive feedback. Backed by research, kids using IXL are scoring higher on tests. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. Rather than looking at multiple programs to help your child in different subjects, one subscription gets you everything with IXL Learning, and all the kids in your home work off once from pre-K to 12th grade. If your child is struggling, this is the smartest investment you can make. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com IXLAV. Visit IXL.com IXLAV to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. Good Tuesday morning to you, or whenever you're listening to this. We're always happy to have you on board. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin, and it's always game day in Cleveland. Is brought to you by our good friends at Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Daryl, we are one day away from the Falcons debacle, I guess is the way we'll talk about it, the way things didn't shake out at the end of the game, and a game that many think the Browns should have and could have won, and they end up losing 23-20. Um, I don't know, the aftermath, you're 24 hours after this. I know sometimes when you're mad about something, you're better off talking about it 24 hours. So now we're in the 24-hour span. What do you think now? Uh, my opinion hasn't changed. 
<laughs> Kevin Stefanski's wipe, wiping the egg off his face, hopefully. And uh, hopefully he's learned his lesson that sometimes you just got to – everything doesn't go the way you want it. Everything doesn't go the way you planned it. And sometimes you just got to take what you can get, right? Right. And, yeah, I don't know. I You know, listening to Kevin overall, and I know we're going to hear from him throughout the podcast today, that it was just – um. You know, he wasn't about, I, I said on the air that he took the uh, R off of his uh, steering column because there was no reverse. He wasn't backing the bus up over anybody. So if you're, you know, on his staff or one of his players, he wasn't going to throw you under the bus today and he was going to take all the heat. And that's great. I mean, I respect him for taking the heat, but what is he going to do about it? And I, I almost think that, I mean, I'm not saying it's a great idea, but to have a little bit of a meltdown might not hurt him to let everybody know that he's actually passionate and cares about everything. It's not that we don't think he doesn't. I mean, you know, as well as I do that this is his life, right? And he didn't wake up on uh, Sunday morning and go, you know what? Uh, let's not get that fourth down inside the red zone. And so, I mean, I get it. I understand it. And if he, things would have worked out okay and he they would have scored early on and they would have won the game, he'd be a hero and everyone would be like, that's why he was coach of the year. But sometimes when you're gambling and you gamble on fourth down and it doesn't pay out, um, and it doesn't pay off, you got to pay the dealer and you're going to walk away with nothing in your pocket other than misery because people are yelling at you, why'd you lose your money? I don't want to get too far into the weeds, into the details, other than tell you we, we didn't didn't come off exactly how we wanted to, and that's unfortunate. And then down there in the uh, – you get first and one down there. At, you know, We absolutely, obviously have to come away with seven points. Didn't punch it in on first down, passed it, and, and got a hold, which backs us up, which is really you know frustrating. I, I feel confident that with some cracks at it from the one, we're going to score a touchdown, obviously. But I just – I think the overall point is it's players, it's coaches, it's all of us. We just – we have to be better. Uh, the Browns ran 11 plays inside the Falcons 11 on Sunday. Mm-hmm. How many yards do you think the Browns gained? Inside the 11? Yes. How many For the yards? entire day? Yes. So now that you ask the question, I'm going to go nine. Way too generous. In fact, you're three times as generous. No. Three yards. How um, long was the touchdown run? They get well, that was that was 24-yard TD run. Oh, it was oh inside. Okay, I got it. Oh man. Uh they were at the two twice and got Ugh. three points. Wow. So if they got to the two two more times, they might have gotten an additional three points. Daryl, yeah. can can I bring up another point here as far as the offense is concerned? Please do. And, and this was something that I just kind of looked up because I don't know. I think I said this yesterday in the post game, and today I actually looked at the numbers. And I remember I kept saying there's a stalling period for the Browns in the fourth quarter. Not only is the defense giving up points, but the offense isn't being opportunistic when they have the time to do it, maybe to put a team away. Do you realize in all four games, in all four games, they had a stalled drive that was somewhere between eight and a half minutes to go in the game and six minutes to go in the game. I'll, I'll even walk you through it. In the Falcons game yesterday, they they had the ball at 7-19. They went seven plays and 31 yards before they punted. A stall, a place where if they would have even gotten three points, it might have changed everything. Even in the Steelers game, which is probably the worst game of all as far as that stall is concerned, you know, they won the game, but they still let the Steelers kind of sneak in a little bit towards the end. They had three drives inside of the eight-and-a-half-minute mark. At eight-and-a-half minutes, they were five plays and out. At four and a half and four hours or four hours, four minutes and 18 seconds, three plays and negative seven yards. And then on the last drive with a minute 48 to go, they went three plays and gained nine yards. 
So, I mean, that's I mean, that's the Falcons and Steelers in the Jets game. We all know they got the ball with 732. They went six plays and got 19 yards. In the Panthers game, they got the ball at 602 and went seven plays and got 19 yards. There's a stall that keeps happening after the 10-minute mark and before the four-minute mark, five-minute mark, that is crushing this team offensively in the fourth quarter. And I haven't even talked about the defense. But when the offense can't run more than five or six plays inside that that golden time of possession, you're putting the defense in a bad spot as well. I mean, you're you're leaving them out there for a long time to be gassed. Now, that's no excuse for giving up 15, 16 straight runs in the fourth quarter. But when that to me, Daryl, that's one of those things that sticks out to me and says either side of the ball is not helping each other. 50 to 39. That's what the Browns have been outscored in the fourth quarter this season. Hmm. I just broke out the pen and paper and did the math by hand. No That's calculator. a lot of math. Good job. No abacus? No abacus. No calculator. I probably should check my math with a calculator, but I feel pretty strongly. Yeah. Uh, 50 to 39 in the fourth quarter. Not great, Bob. No, And they're ultra aggressive too, Daryl, and I know they talked about that. And it's just, you know, I, I don't know. It just, it's, it's like it's okay to be aggressive, but it just doesn't seem like they're aggressive at the right times. Well, don't tell that to David Njoku. We're an aggressive offense, so I'm gonna be honest. Stuff like that excites me. You know, it 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 shows that we're not afraid to you know put it all on the line, and you know sometimes we are able to you know execute. Other times, not so lucky. You know, it is what it is. This is football. You know what I mean? Like we're gonna put our best foot forward and do everything we can in our power to succeed and win. Sometimes we execute and sometimes we get executed. I thought that today too when I heard that about execution. I, it's just, I think it's frustrating as a fan. I'm sure it's execution. I'm all in favor of it. (laughs) That line will never, ever not get old. (laughs) Daryl, what else do we have on this being aggressive? point of view that the oh, team has the, you know you know there's a fine line between being aggressive and stupid and yesterday i just thought kevin stefanski was stupid i mean that's all like i mean deshaun watson's not your quarterback right now he's not allowed to play uh, jacoby Brissett's playing well um and look they, they're two and two not because of jacoby Brissett, which i think going in like if I would have said they're two and two, your response would have, well, Jacoby Brissett just hasn't been playing well. It wouldn't have been playing well enough for them to be uh, better than that. And like, that's just like, not the case. Um, He's, he's been, you know, doing a pretty good job, but Stefanski did, or was asked about the decision-making processes when it comes to like the aggressiveness and who's making the call in some of these situations or, in fact, all these situations where, like, they decide to, uh, whether it's go for it, get cute with formations or hurry up or whatever. And here's what Stefanski had to say about that. On all those decisions, it is 100% me making the decision. I take in information from our coaches, from our staff, uh, up in the booth, on the sideline, and then you know, ultimately you got to own them. And when they don't work, you're frustrated, but it's my decision. And I understand what you're asking, but when we get down in those situations, I I take in all the information that I make the decision. It was an interesting question because, um, the uh, Daryl, did you believe that he's got someone helping him with analytics up in the booth? Yeah. Is that a hundred percent true or not? Yeah. They they've got, uh, one of the coach, one of the assistant coaches, I forget his name, but like, that's kind of part of his, 
duties, if you will. Like he's not specifically the analytics guy in the booth, but like it's part of his duties to be in Stefanski's ear about probabilities and stuff like that. Hmm. Uh, and then, you know, Stefanski takes that information and makes whatever decision that he thinks is going to work. But yeah, no, that they, they, yeah. I mean, they, they work through all that stuff. We can, we're going and what's, what so was it a fair question at the press conference though? Yeah, I mean, he got hundred yeah, percent. He seemed to get a little antsy about it. Well, yeah, because you know the a the 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 analytics word is a is you know four letter word to some people. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. and it also gets twisted and turned, and it you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, no, it, it was fair. Basically, it's who's in your ear advising you on this stuff. You know, how are you arriving at some of the decisions? Um, that you make. And then David Njoku offered this. Uh, I, I thought it was pretty insightful. Um, also uh, stating the obvious uh, in regards to the criticism Stefanski is getting when it comes to the play calling compounded with Stefanski's decision-making processes on being aggressive. Sometimes plays just don't work, you know. <laughs> Did you catch Are you that? serious? Hang on. No, sometimes plays just don't work. You know, only here it it's always game day in Cleveland. Can you get that kind of in-depth analysis? I'm that teasing. is huge stuff, man. That's Mensa right there. I, I I'm teasing. Here's what Najoku had to say. No, and it is what it is, and we have to pick the pieces. And he did follow that up with it, and it, it is what it is. <laughs> I just want to point that out. All right, it, it, and it is what it is. So let's talk a little bit more about that when it comes to the defense. On It's Always Game Day in Cleveland. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. If you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. We love having you on board. We're back after this. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. 
It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. And if you want to be a part of our mailbag segment that's coming up a little bit later uh, this week, well, all you got to do is drop us a line, Instagram or Twitter at GameDayCLE. Want to remind you that it's always game day in Cleveland, brought to you locally by our good friends at Smiley One Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Bryant and Smiley One, the right choice for your comfort. Um, yeah, I was mildly surprised at the feedback on a Browns Therapy Monday about. Uh, Joe Woods I expected him to get raked over the coals every other call and we only had like one or two people that were mad at Joe Woods about the way the defense played and maybe maybe that's because you can eliminate three-fourths of your starting defensive line and you were missing what five out of seven starters in that game against the Falcons still that doesn't make up for some kind of bonehead plays like a face mask at the end of the game for Denzel Ward like I'm still trying to figure out why that happened and you know, you give up a 40-plus yard play, that's bad enough. But when you combine after that, you're just asking for trouble. Sometimes it's miscommunication. In this case, just didn't play a technique how we want to. And that's unfortunate. And those are the type of things where big plays can happen when, when you know, we get out of a gap or, or we miss an assignment, whatever it is. But the bottom line is we own this as a as a team. We own the wins as a team. We own the losses as a team. And similarly, players and coaches, there's plenty of stuff that we can all clean up. Daryl? I um you're rarely speechless I'm looking at you you're speechless <laughs> I just you know it's uh you have a big uh, it was a blown coverage I'm sorry I'm not buying this technique crap <laughs> I just I'm not someone screwed up and yeah, we had a long talk it's, it's oh, yet another it's another screw up on defense that cost them and unfortunately Denzel compounded it by getting the face mask penalty that moved them automatically into um, field goal range. And I mean, the run defense, like they, they, they could not stop the run to save their soul. Sione Takitaki was asked about that today. Oh, it's hard. And you know, I feel like as a Cleveland Browns, we pride ourselves on stopping the run first, you know what I mean? Before the pass. So obviously it's hard. It's hard to watch the film knowing that we can do much better than that. And uh, I feel like, you know, we had, we had a great meeting in there and, and, and we got to tighten things up. And I feel like uh, we'll get things running. By the way, the Cleveland Browns are the Super Bowl champions of the great meetings in there. <laughs> it's a good thing they did up. expansion. And cleaning it up. Let's not forget. And cleaning it up. Making the corrections <laughs> that we never seem to see week to week. Oh, man. I, I just don't I, – I know what this defense looked like uh, against the Falcons, and, you know, you get maybe you get Miles Garrett back, and uh, it sounds like Jadavian Clowney this week. What do you think? Yeah, we'll see. I mean – Taven Bryant? Yeah, we'll see. I, the, the frustrating – one of many frustrating things is, like, okay, Marcus Mariota completed seven freaking passes. Okay? Yep. Um. He went 16 plays without having to make a pass, too. London and Pitts were held to a combined three catches for 42 yards and no touchdowns. Corderell Patterson was held to 38 yards on nine carries. Now, he was playing hurt, got bang, you know, maybe he got banged up in the middle, but, but still, like when you look at the. And guys, he's on the IR today. They put him on the IR today. Right. So, but when you look at the guys that they absolutely had to contain to win this game, they did. They like, they did. Like, so Kevin Stefanski today was asked, 
So how peeved are you that you did what you needed to do objectively going into this game from a defensive standpoint as far as containing those those Falcons playmakers, and y'all still found a way to lose? The frustration is, is not winning, and I think the frustration is with limiting some of their really good players, which I thought the defense did a nice job. And then obviously we just ha- had a, a couple drives that we'd like back, but the margins in this game are so small, and you and you're trying to take away multiple guys and. You know, there's some really, really good effort out there. Uh, we just got to learn from the ones that we can clean up, the plays that we know we can finish or we can put the guys in position to make a play. We got to learn from those. Mm, get those mopping buckets ready. <laughs> clean it up. Week do we clean it up? Will they clean it up this week? That's my question for you. I mean, you got a challenge. I, I, the thing about the Chargers this week, and I know we're going to get to it in a second, is, I mean, Houston kind of dipped into them a little bit in the second half yesterday but i just i don't know i keep looking at the quarterbacks they've got to play in the next couple weeks and i just i know it's one game at a time and maybe they can pick off a a win this week when you got a team coming in from the west coast but i don't know it's it's a slow road here's more groundbreaking insight from sione takitaki they get paid too and they're a good nfl team you know they were doing a lot of bounce stretch plays where they're trying to crease us and i feel like you know i give them credit you know they did a great job um, throughout the whole game, it was a battle, 60 minutes, and I, I feel like they definitely did a good job. They get paid too, Andy. Uh, I guess so. They, I don't they, I asked, they, they I asked this question on the same way we do. Daryl, did the Browns beat themselves or did the Falcons beat the Browns? I, I think a combination of both. Like, they really got exploited in the second half. The, I mean, the, the, the run defense just was non-existent. Uh, offensively, they beat themselves. Uh, you know, we talked about the defensive breakdown, which I don't think was technique. I think somebody screwed up again. Which yeah, we talked make- to Tyvis Paul about that today, too. And he, I mean, he he went through, like, he was calling it, it's the OS play when you're defensive back and you see yeah. that people are open. And-, and Denzel Ward was grabbing for anything he could to try and make a tackle. And unfortunately, yeah. he grabbed the face mask. But yeah, I mean, um, they knew the run with, let's put it this way. They got a taste of their own medicine, right? Because it's fun watching the Browns do this to other teams with Chubb and Hunt. It's not so fun when it's being done to you, right? You know the run and there is absolutely nothing you're going to do that's going to stop it. And so they had the tables turned on them. So, yeah, I mean, credit to the Falcons. But, hello, uh, Joe Woods, anybody home? They're running it down your throat. Uh, I don't know, substitution, adjustment like something the box yeah uh to to slow that down when they walk 75 yards down the field and template falcons ran it 15 straight plays like marcus mariota sucked so bad yesterday they well i won't even say that because i don't think mariota had a terrible first half but i think he had six completions in the first half he only had one completion in the second half because quite frankly He only needed one completion in the second half. Like, they just figured out, we don't need to throw it against these guys. All we got to do is run it. And he got 60 yards on that completion. That's the hard part. What was it, 43 and 18 and 15? So, I mean, that's the the big uh, frustrating part of this is when your defense can't 
stop them. They committed to the run there in, in that drive and, and in the second half, and uh, it's never one thing. I, I thought we uh, played hard. Uh, there were times that, that we executed really well. There's times that maybe it's one guy here or there. Certainly, you want to put the guys in position to go make plays, but in those moments, you got to find a way to get them off the field, and, and a lot of times that, that can be pursuit-related. That can be making sure that we're assignment sound, all, all those things. You have to find a way to get them off the field. And unfortunately, they were unable to do that in the second half. And yeah, I mean, you're coming home with uh, loss number two. You got any more defensive misery in that uh, sign uh, machine can, there? Oh, you mean can I depress people even further? Sure, go ahead. Sure, I can always. Uh, did 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 we hear Sione Taki Taki talking about that uh, forty? A little bit. Play? I don't think uh, we. But, yeah, but try again. Yeah, let's see. And it was just a technique issue. Um, we were off one on uh, a little technique issue and that's by the way i gotta play that's one issue. hell of a technique issue i just want to point that out to people uh that that was it you know obviously we got beat on that play guy ran free and that's it we can't be having that can't be having guys running free right by the way he said it's a technique technique issue but a guy got beat okay back to Sion. um so that's something that we got to tighten up we came in today kind of looked at the film that's, by the way, one of the things I love about this podcast is we can sit here and dissect the audio of yeah, I know. what these guys say. Watched it at hard. Oh, good. Yes, like we're back this. into the film review and when cleaning they... it up. And cr- okay, we're we're done with that. Because if, if I hear, I, if I hear, I've got a technique for you in and the... cleaning it up. I am going to pour a stiff drink for myself. I, I have a really cool technique they can use. You ready for this one? Cover somebody. Find a man and don't let him get behind you. Oh, How's that well, sound? The, the, I believe that's called man-to-man coverage, is it not? I, In some worlds it is. I just, I mean, I understand the zone. I understand cover two, cover three, cover 15. And Clearly, the Cleveland Browns do not understand those concepts. Well, it just depends who thinks if someone's in cover two or someone's in cover three, right? That's like, that's the problem. I, again, I think they need to go back and put those big signs up. Is that what the problem is? <laughs> do what they do in college. Same thing. Daryl, let's look ahead because I, I, I got to get my head out of you know what out of this. I'm, I'm tired of talking about the Falcons already. They're two and two. And really, there's no way we should be looking to anything more than the next game, even as fans, because you will go insane if you look at the quarterbacks they've got to see somewhere down the road. So just take it one game at a time, fans. Yes, we too can live by the trite comments of every head coach in America by saying one game at a time. We'll do it one segment at a time. We're back with more. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl. I'm Andy. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is their 
to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's always game day in Cleveland. Yes, it's a therapy session. Of, it's always game day in Cleveland for Daryl and I both. And, you know, we do this for four hours on the radio, but you really need to have that extra therapy if you're a Browns fan. You want to know what's going on. You want to know what the future is going to be. You want to look into your crystal ball and feel good and have a Tyvis Paul moment where you realize that there is the sun on the other side of the clouds. Daryl, does David Njoku think there's a sun on the other side of the clouds? I think so. I feel like our mistakes on both sides of the ball, uh, it's inches, you know, and then the margin for error in the NFL is very small. So I feel like we're, we're right there. We just got to, you know, do a couple things differently and we'll, we'll be in good shape. So we are very close to putting a full game together. What did Maxwell Smart used to say? Missed it by that much. I feel like that's like the story of the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, but the hard part about that is you could be 0-4 by that much too, right? People want to say they could be 4-0. They could be 0-4 too. Yeah. Maybe 1-3. The Steelers game, I think they had. but yeah, I, I don't want to think about that. But... It's tough. Okay, sorry. You know? it's, it's very tough, but there is no looking back, you know. Um, it's always on to the next, so we have to change our focus to the Chargers, and that's what we will do. I, I like that. The, the no looking back and – Oh, here's Sione. Sione Taki Taki must have talked to David Njoku before he spoke to us. We don't do too much looking, you know, at the past. You know what I mean? We look at we're two and two. We lost this week. It sucks. We came down to the end. We could have won. And it sucks. We we lost. You know what? Truer words have never been said. It sucks. We lost. It's true. By the way, sources confirm that on both counts. If you're a Browns fan <laughs> within Berea or not inside and outside of uh, Berea, Ohio, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> we lost. What other words of wisdom do we have from the locker room today as we look forward and look ahead and try to find the sun on the other side well, of the clock? You know what? Um, I kind of liked what uh, Sione Takitaki had to say uh, when talking about, you know, we, we joke around about the corrections and the film and all that kind of stuff because that's what we hear every week and cleaning it up and mops and buckets, all this. I, I like this from Sione. I get it. I, I, you know, I get it. You know, we got, we got. By the way, he was uh, asked about the fan criticism because, you know, fans oh, are oh. understandably unhappy that they're two and two right. and that they've allowed a second game to get away from them in four weeks. I get it. I, you know, I get it. You know, we got, we got um, really great fans and I know they, you know, want to see us winning out there and 
Um, they should, you know, they have their opinions. Um, but, but we got to tighten up. We got to tighten up for ourselves when I hear our, our team because um, we want to do better. We want to win, right? And then also do better for the fans. So, um, you know, we just finished up our fourth week. You know what I mean? I think we needed this. You know what I mean? It was a good wake-up call to come out here and um, lose lose the way we did. It hurts. Yeah, so it We I, needed I thought, this? Oh, it gets better. No, it, it can't. Better. It can't get any worse than that. It, it, no, it, it gets better. Let's turn to David Njoku now. It's, it, it's good that as players were our biggest critic, you know, some plays where, you know, the coach will tell us that we did really well. We, we, you know, think in the back of our head that there, you know, are some things we could have done better to be perfect. You know, we, we got to always chase perfection. And I feel like there are a bunch of plays that I could, I wish I had back, you know, not just, you know, X, Y, Z plays. I feel like there's always more you can do, you know, to, to, to be great. I don't think there were bigger critic. I don't think he was his own biggest critic when he fumbled in the beginning of the game. Like I, I, you could hear fans screaming down the street in my neighborhood. <laughs> uh, you know what's weird though for Ninjoku, it's been it's been interesting because he's developed into the number two wide receiver now, right? I, I don't Pretty know. Much, yeah. I, I, I'm not wide receiver, tight end, whatever you want to call him, because Jeff and I argue about the semantics of that like every day. A receiver is a receiver, whether they're a tight end or they're a wide receiver, and. The play I questioned with Ninjoku from that game, and I know we're trying to look forward, why would you throw him on an end of round? Like, I, I, you have every one of those wide receivers is faster than him, right? I'm not, am I crazy? No, I, yeah, I, I would agree. Okay. So I'm not, I, I watched that play and I'm like, okay, I understand it. Maybe you're trying to catch them sleeping, but I mean, where's Schwartz? If you're going to run that play, run it for Schwartz. At least he may not be able to catch the ball consistently, but we know he's fast, right? Why not do that with Schwartz? You're assuming he can catch a handoff. Um, I'm sorry. That was me. Um, I mean, I'm not trying to cut these guys. That's just it's common sense. Why would you take someone who is doesn't have a faster 40 than someone else and try to run an end around? I'm hoping we see more Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in critical situations, like the two-minute offense. Right now, it's like, I guess, Kareem's job. I think it needs to be both of their jobs. And that is something Kevin Stefanski uh, was asked to address. You're always in constant communication, knowing how many touches Nick has, how many touches Kareem has. And really, all of our guys have one touch the ball. That's a constant dialogue throughout the game. When Nick, when we're able to run the ball late in the game, obviously Nick and Kareem are, are the main cogs to that. In that situation, just the two-minute drive being what it was, I was comfortable with the uh, roles that we had. Yeah, I mean, like, you have Kareem Hunt in the second half, Andy, that's throwing Atlanta Falcon defenders around, like, rags but, see you later goodbye out of yeah, my face you know what yeah, I mean? like, great he, he had like four stiff arms slash throwaways in the second half they only threw it to him twice in the game and i get it nick chubb's got to get the the bulk of the hand right they 29 carries between them on the ground design carries chubb got 19 of those hunt got half of them had 10 right Right. Why can't you throw the ball more to Kareem Hunt? Three passes in his direction, two catches, 19 yards. Like, why? I, I just, I, it, it, and maybe I'm nitpicking and I'll admit that, but when you got two dudes like that, you ride them, like you ride them as much as possible. And that's the thing that's like really, really super confounding to me is that last drive arguably your best offensive player with all due respect to Amari Cooper, 
who was not only because the Falcons made it their mission in life to, to make him a non-factor. And that's fine. He can be a decoy for a game because that lets every lets other guys eat. But goodness gracious, games on the line have Nick Chubb on the field unless Nick Chubb is banged up. Now, the reason I bring that up is because I remember last year, in the fairness of full disclosure, right? last year I destroyed Kevin Stefanski because he didn't have Nick Chubb on the field against the Chargers in Los Angeles, that shootout late. Right. And it turned out that Chubb was hurt. Okay. So that's why I threw the cap. I'm, and I'm not saying Nick's hurt now. I, I'm just trying to be fair about it. If he's hurt, I get why he's not in the field. But if Nick Chubb is healthy, darn it, he needs to be on the field in the two-minute offense. So what's the semantics of not playing him at the end of the game? I don't understand. I mean, there's so many times we, we sit and we look, I'm like, why is he not on the field? What what are we accomplishing here? If he's your best player, best put him out there. You don't have timeouts or throwing the ball. And apparently, but like, don't you want to give the illusion that you might run it or something? I, Here's a good one. How about a screen pass to him? He can well, catch, throw a couple blockers in front of him. That, that was a, that was a bit of an issue yesterday. Like the, it was, I was having um, some flashbacks to the years gone by where the Cleveland Browns could not execute a screen pass, nor could they defend a screen pass. And they just, they, for whatever reason, it couldn't happen. So in spite of all the offensive issues, um, David Njoku, to his credit, smile on his face, looking ahead and feeling like they're going to get it together. Yeah, we don't let, you know, certain situations affect our confidence. You know, we, we know what we have, as an offense, as a team, you know, we know what we have, what we can do. So stuff like, like, like this happens and it's up to us to, you know, bury it or learn from it and move on and execute next week. So, you know what I would love <sighs> is if a player came in for a post-game press conference after a bad loss, wearing the, wearing the famous t-shirt of stuff happens. I would love that. With Forrest Gump or no? Yes, with Forrest Gump. The mud version, right? Correct. <laughs> and the beard. I'd love to see it. But you know All what right, I'm saying? Like, like after, the, after the Jets game, it would have been hilarious if somebody came in wearing stuff happens. I mean, Miles Garrett dressed up in a Halloween costume and came in after a loss, right? That's true. So I <laughs> just... Um, so yeah, I mean that's kind of where we're at. We're, I mean, this week looking ahead, it's yeah. all about where Jadavian Clowney and Miles Garrett are at. Are they going to be available? Right. Can they practice, et cetera, et cetera? Would have liked to have them uh, on Sunday against Atlanta. Uh, you know, again, stuff happens. They sure. weren't available, and um, you know, I, I just I hope that Kevin Stefanski will understand that sometimes like i love his aggressiveness too okay i'm not going to be a hypocrite right like I, when it works he's a genius i mean that, that's the problem and, with and being a gambler the right that's, that's the problem the with being a gambler andy reed bets and he wins when it works you're a genius when it doesn't you wear the dunce cap right it's exactly um but you just you have to understand sometimes what you're working with and like Jacoby Brissett has done his job through four weeks. They could be four and oh, man. Um, he has played well enough for them to win. Uh, 
and I like he's completing 65% of his passes, has a two to one touchdown to interception ratio. The Browns have a ton of scoring drives. The Browns have a ton of long 10 plus play scoring drives with him as the quarterback. I, look, I said this on our afternoon show, and I firmly believe this. If Jacoby Brissett was the quarterback of the Cleveland Browns last season instead of a banged-up Baker Mayfield, I think that team wins 10 games and they make the playoffs. I, I really believe that. because That's all it would have taken was 10 games because they were better than the Steelers. Right. And the Steelers snuck in. Right. Which so is crazy. It's just crazy. Is, so Jacoby is like, he's doing his part. He's doing his job. So this isn't, they're not 2-2 two and two because of Jacoby Brissett. They're also not two and two because Miles Garrett got in a car accident or uh, Jadavian Clowney sprained his ankle. They are two and two because Joe Woods has failed to properly coach his defensive players in key situations, right? With right. all the defensive breakdowns they've had. And they're two and two because Kevin Stefanski had some brain cramps on Sunday in Atlanta and was a little too over aggressive. Like, and he admitted it. He t- he's taking the blame for this loss. I mean, I heard him say well, he, it. He, 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 he takes the blame after every loss, though. Let's be mm. honest about it. This he one's on me. It. He said he it. Say, I heard him. He didn't say anything different after the Atlanta game that he didn't say in the I forget how many losses he's had since taking over as head coach. Usually that's his opening line. This loss is on me. I need to be better, blah, 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 and, you know, whatever. So um, it's Chargers week. Justin Herbert is uh, coming to town. All I know is they went two and two against the great Baker Mayfield, Joe Flacco, Mitchell Trubisky, and Marcus Mariota. God help them against some of these dudes they got to play next <laughs> over the next seven weeks. One game at a time. One game at a time. One, one podcast game, one at a time. Yeah, as well. I mean, one game at a time. Yeah. One podcast as well. Daryl, thank you very much. Outstanding job. Meredith Kane, great job producing today. We'll be back with you on Thursday morning for another podcast. It's always game day in Cleveland. Thanks for being with us. And if you like what you're listening to, subscribe to the podcast. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today.